Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk podcast. The Let's Talk podcast is part of the Edify podcast network where we get the best in Christian podcasts the world over. It is also at the Let's Talk podcast where we have conversations through Christ eyes. My name is Stanley Kabuka. Welcome to episode 4-3 where we are looking at a series on the sufficiency of scripture. We've been able to um, look at two episodes, one on the scripture inerrancy, two scripture authority. And listener, if you have not been able to listen to those two preceding uh, segments, I'd urge you to go back and listen. You can find the Let's Talk podcast on Edify. Edify is E-D-I-F-I. You can also find the Let's Talk podcast on your favorite podcasting app. Karibu sana. And um, again, my name is Stanley Kabuka. Um, in the studio, I have my co-host, uh, Mr. Mark Arodi. Mark Arodi, how are you? Uh, fine, thank you. I, every time you use the salutation, Mr., I think we can uh, Mr., okay, but I'm good, mm-hmm. and it's nice to be here. How are you? Ah, nice. I am well, Mr. Mark Arodi. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> ah, it's nice to be here, Mr. Kabuka, and I'm glad you're well. I'm looking forward to this uh, climatic episode and the sufficiency of the scripture. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you, Mark. And yeah. um, now to the other uh, brother in the he house. shouldn't be a guest who, anymore. Who is no, who's <laughs> no longer a guest. He insisted, and so we also conquer. Yeah, we conquer. <laughs> we conquer. <laughs> yes, David, how are you? Um, well, thanks. Um, thanks, Stanley. Thanks, Mark, for yeah. having me back here. It's mm. our joy yeah. um, to have conversations around the scriptures with mm. you guys. Yeah. So um, I trust we have been, uh, our, our mm. listeners and us also have been blessed by the conversations that we've had so far mm. and looking forward to this particular one. Yeah. Thank you, um, David. Now today um, we are going to talk about sufficiency of scriptures mm. as we wrap up this series, the sufficiency of scripture. And basically mm. we're going to um, look at what we have already uh, looked at in the previous episodes, mm-hmm. that is inerrancy mm-hmm. and authority to, to build up on what we are going to talk about and today is sufficiency of scripture. And so Makarudi, or should I say Mr. Makarudi, <laughs> um, what what do we mean by scripture sufficiency, Mr. Makarudi? <laughs> Let's see for how long you're going to sustain Mr. <laughs> Makarudi. <laughs> but I think sufficiency of the scripture is very important uh, for every believer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think by this we mean that the scripture is enough. Uh, the way it is, we don't need uh, any other thing. We don't need, we need no more special prophecy. We need no more special revelations. We need no more special punctuation marks. Mm-hmm. We need, it's okay. Jesus said that the way it is, it's okay. And uh, all that we need to do is to have that and obey that. So I think something of the script is basically the script is enough. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, not just okay, but okay and enough for a godly life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's important. To God's glory alone. Yeah. To the glory of God alone. Scripture is sufficient and therefore it is enough. Yeah. And therefore we look not for new revelations. Mm. We do not seek any new thing. Prophesy. We do not seek to um, seek for new prophecies yeah um but the scripture has as yeah. as provided for us and also kept through the ages mm. obviously by god's providence mm. is enough david mm. what say you about um scripture sufficiency 
Um, I've been waiting to say this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in total agreement. And you get the word total, total agreement. So, what about the sufficiency of scripture? Yeah. Important. Um, yes. Um, to the believer. Mm-hmm. But what is it that we're referring to when we speak about the sufficiency of scripture? Mm. Um, the enoughness of scripture to accomplish mm. that which scripture mm. um, has set out to accomplish, um, which is to make God known to us, mm. um, to make the condition of our hearts and mm. um, the state of mankind known to us, mm. so that the scripture is enough um, for what it has set out to do. Mm. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Davy. It is enough actually to for us to um, lead a godly life. Yep. And um, what what that is what sufficient scripture mean? What does it not mean? Because someone would say, um, uh, I don't I don't find in the scripture um, who I'm supposed to marry, for example, like um, the particulars of it. Um, uh, what how does my gadget work? You know, um, should I take Tea with sugar, mm. for example. <laughs> Mark? Mm, right. I might have a really exact answer to that, but I would say that the scripture is not necessarily prescriptive. You know, the scripture doesn't say that you should uh, you must wake up at 6 a.m. Okay? Or rather, um, you must sleep at this time. So I think I'll say this, that the scripture, by the help of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. Realize again, David will make this prayer again and again. Open my eyes that I may see the wondrous things in your law. Mm. Okay, cause me to understand this because I mean, <clears throat> I can't without you cannot do this. I mean, I'm a man of wicked, frail, wicked nature. Mm-hmm. I'm full of frailty. So, so, I think number one, understanding that number one, you need the help of the Holy Spirit, even in understanding that. And also, that I would, we were talking about this before is that the scripture you know, it doesn't, like, it's, it's not saying, well, it gives a guidance for life, everything that we need for godly life, but again, it, you know, it's not like, uh, it's, should I say, should I use the word exhaustive? Uh, help me if I get it wrong, but it's not necessarily exhaustive per se, like, we're supposed to learn this way, and this way, and this way, and this way, so for me, I think, I'd say that it's more of descriptive than it is of prescriptive, and uh, we need to submit to the Holy Spirit. This is what Jesus said: that I'll live with your helper, who will lead you to all truths. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I think that's the most important thing: submitting to to the Holy Spirit, who will lead us to all truths, even in understanding this. We can't do this alone. We, we can't do this alone. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. Devi. Um, what do? Uh, what does rather the sufficiency of Scripture uh, not mean? In starting off, uh, and in starting off, um, pointed to the fact that scriptures are enough for that which they set out to do, which is to make God known to us. And then, in revealing God to us, it reveals to us our state. It reveals to us um, um, what God, God's intent. Uh, for us, God's uh, salvation and redemption plan, so that um, we are looking at the scriptures as a whole. The scriptures as a whole are telling a story. 
Mm -hmm. uh, the scriptures are, as a whole are pointing <coughs> to something. Uh, it's the story of redemption. Mm -hmm. um, it's the story of salvation in Christ Jesus. Yeah. A, a story that exalts God, exalts his son. Um, a story that um, we find ourselves in the middle of. And it's a story that um, um, is happening. Um, a story in which we are in the now. Um, I hope that makes sense. Uh, but um, that's what the scriptures are and that's what they set out to do. So that um, there are many things about life that are directly linked to that story and are a part of that story, but not necessarily um, at the heart of the story. Mm -hmm. um, so that um, when we are, when we look at the at God's redemptive plan yeah. in Genesis one, um, after the fall, and God sets out to uh, make known to mankind this seed of the woman that will crush the head of the serpent. Uh, there's a lot that is happening around that. Mm -hmm. um, but then there's a lot that is happening in life. Um, so that uh, God's... Uh, I have lost my trail of thought there. Mm -hmm. uh, but what, what I am setting out to say is simply... Um, what the sufficiency of scripture is is that anything that does not fall it's not anything that does not fall into that redemptive plan um, directly into that redemptive plan per se um, is not described at length in the scriptures things that you are talking about say who to marry um, uh, who to marry is actually given to us uh, but who specifically to marry? Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> not... Is it um, Sister A or Sister B and or Sister C? She will be dressed in yes. such a cloth. Yes. A red. Um, when it comes to those particular decisions, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are not saying um, Scripture will address um, those in a particular way to tell you uh, that you, Stanley, um, should go for Sister be um, yes yeah thank you Davy. um yes mark yeah sorry i think i was just looking back at what i said um you know i was talking about the scripture not necessarily saying what Davy is saying and like not necessarily pointing us to every a b c d and e okay well i you know exhaustive might when i say that the scripture not necessarily exhaustive that might come out as the scriptures are not sufficient as they are, they are exhaustive. Someone may think, okay, so there are areas that the scripture doesn't touch. No, the scripture talks about everything. And areas where the scripture is not prescriptive, then we have principles in the Bible mm -hmm. where we can learn how to go about certain things. Okay? I mean, talk of a little mind that we have in our pockets. I mean, Matthew 25 will be a good way to learn about stewardship for example mm -hmm. and yeah so i think just to clarify that bit again that uh i just wanted to, to explain that there are things which the scripture doesn't give us prescription but but you can draw principles from certain areas in the scripture 
Okay. Yeah, thank you, Mark, for clarifying that. Yeah. Um, maybe just to also <clears throat> point out something in passing is that the, the, the Holy Scriptures um, are reflected in us through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It is the Holy Spirit that actually um, effects the word when it is read. You know, mm-hmm. how, how, how are people uh, able to, to change um, in, in studying the Scripture? How mm-hmm. are we transformed? It is the power of the Spirit mm-hmm. um, uh, through the Scripture. Yeah. You get, mm-hmm. yeah, and and unlike our charismatic and Pentecostals who would um, talk about the spirit on this other side and the word is on this other side, um, we on the other hand know that the word and the spirit go hand mm-hmm. in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, Mark. One more thing, Stan. You know, talking about these other things that the scripture doesn't necessarily talk about, and you know, God has given us. We have to think as well. Look at what Psalms nineteen, uh, Psalms nineteen seven says. The love of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The soul is made up of the mind, the will, and the emotions. There's a way the Holy Spirit working in us through God's word, or the God's word, I don't know the other way, it's the other way, but realize that we think in a certain way. And Romans 12 will say, do not think as the world thinks. Okay, so we've got to think. But again, to think heavenly, we've got to subject ourselves to the Lordship of the Holy Scripture. So that uh, how I'm going to think about how to organize my day can be heavenly, okay? You know, that's not in the scripture that I'm not supposed to waste time. But here is the truth of the matter. If I submit myself to the scripture, Ephesians 5.15 will make a lot of sense that I'm going to redeem every second that I have on my plate. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. And maybe mm-hmm. just to clear the air yeah. on this sufficient thing, um, I'll read um, an excerpt of what... Um, of the authority, sufficiency, and finality of scripture mm. by Dr. Sinclair Ferguson. This is what he says here. Um, the scriptures are also sufficient authority for the whole of the Christian life. They are profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, um, equipped for every good work. The scriptures, however, do not tell us everything about everything. They provide no instruction about computer programming or how best to organize a library, the Mm. correct way to swing a golf club, Mm. or how to play chess. (laughs) They do not tell us how far away the sun is from the earth, what DNA is, how best to remove an appendix surgically, Uh the best coffee to drink, you know, Devi, that's for you, or the name (laughs) of the person we should marry. Mm. This... This is not an expression of any deficiency on their mm, part, mm. for there is a focus and a goal to the sufficiency of the scriptures. Mm. Everything I need to learn in order to live to the glory of God and enjoy him forever, I will find in the application of the scripture. Sure. Sure. Right? Sure. Right. So um what 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 um what we have been talking about, mm. sort of what are the building blocks? Mm. Um so that we come to this point where we see the scripture is is sufficiency, is, is sorry is sufficient. Mark, I think the building blocks. Then I think even for listener, perhaps you might have missed the last two episodes on the inerrancy of the scripture and uh, the scripture as the authoritative word of God, sole objective truth. Uh, if you missed that, you can go back where we talk about the the inerrancy scripture having no errors and uh, scripture being the objective truth, the authoritative word of God. So those are the characteristics that contribute to the scripture being sufficient, the scripture being inerrant, the scripture scripture being infallible, therefore perfect and authentic, the scripture being truth, 
absolute truth okay and it's there that we now conclude that you know what this word as it is is enough it is sufficient why it's inspired by god it is truthful it is powerful and yeah it is sufficient it is sufficient divi um i like what you have just read um mm. from from sinclair ferguson yeah, your favorite preacher <laughs> They need to know that, you know. At least I can be inspired. <laughs> so they can know sometimes who to search on yeah. in YouTube. Yeah, so yeah. Um, especially the fact, I think, mm. see, when I lost my trail of thought there, um, mm. I was headed in the direction that uh, the scriptures have set out to say something, mm. and that which they have set out to say, mm. they say uh, it, they are enough for it. We mm. cannot, there is no need to go anywhere else mm. to know um, God's redemption plan. Yep. Mm. Um, as much as we um, can get mm-hmm. the a revelation mm-hmm. of God, yeah. or the revelation of God, mm. um, that's in accordance with Romans 1 from mm. nature, the natural revelation of God. Mm. We can from nowhere get... Um, that we are sinful mm. god is holy mm. and he sent his son jesus christ to come and pay a penalty for our sin uh, we do not get that from nature we cannot get that mm. from nature mm. or from anywhere else that we only find in the scriptures and the scriptures alone teach that to mm. its fullness mm-hmm. um, as it were so that um, we can say that for all these things, for mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. Uh, particular thing, which is God's redemption, Sinclair Ferguson put it as um, a life um, lived to the glory of, of God. God. Mm-hmm. Um, we find in full and at length in the scriptures that are given by God. And then coming to the question that you asked now, um, the one of the basis of all of this mm-hmm. um, is simply just like the whole talk about the doctrine of scripture is rooted mm. in the character of God. Mm. Um, God's inability to lie. Mm. Um, God um, God who cannot change his mind. God who is right all the time. Mm. God who is holy. Mm. Um, God who is just. Mm. God who is loving. Um, we base that because that is who God is, mm. his word is that way as well. Mm. Um, therefore, his scripture is um, inerrant, like you said, infallible, um, authoritative. Mm. And now we can say that it is enough. Um, we do not need to go anywhere else. God mm. did not leave anything and say it, mm-hmm. as it were, regarding our redemption. Mm. Um, he did not leave anything unsaid or mm. anything um, hidden elsewhere. Mm. Paul would speak in Ephesians 1 about the mystery that is now revealed. Mm. Um, we can quickly turn there. Sure, sure. Mm. That is um, Ephesians. Ephesians 1. Okay. Talking about? Um, the mystery that's that now. That is 16, 17. Mystery yeah. that is now revealed. Please read it for us. Um, let me check. Okay. Let me look also. 
Is it uh, verse 18? Actually, chapter 3. Uh, chapter 3. Yes. Okay. Yeah, good. Ephesians 3 and 8. We'll start from 8. Okay. Um, to me, though I am the very least of all saints, all mm. the saints, this grace was given to me to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Mm. And to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden from ages in God who created all things. So that through the church the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in heavenly places. So that the scriptures speak at length and depth with regard to the person of Christ, mm -hmm. the person of Christ in whom we have mm -hmm. redemption, in whom we have the forgiveness of sin. Mm -hmm. They are sufficient for that. We need not go anywhere else um, is what we are talking about. And everything apart from that is perfect. something else. Something else, yeah. It is something else. And, and, and just to, 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 to add on what DV you have finished with, um, there is something that Spurgeon says here. Spurgeon says, Charles Spurgeon, anything more than the word of God sets before us, um, anything more than the word of God sets before us, for us to believe and to preach as the life of men seems utterly absurd to us. Yet we confront a generation of men who are always wanting to discover a new motive power and a new gospel for their churches. Yeah, and so... Um, Anything more than the word of God, actually for us to believe and to preach as the life of men mm. seems utterly absurd. And it is absurd. It is absurd. And MacArthur again, just agreeing with Spurgeon and saying that God, God's word is true and absolutely comprehensive. Rather than seeking something more than God's glorious revelation, Kabuka, I, Devi, and everyone else, every Christian that's there need only to study and obey what they already have to sit down and it's it's perhaps it's it's quite dusty <laughs> <laughs> just do that thing okay mm -hmm. do that thing and uh, do the then open it mm -hmm. and seek the guidance of god even as you read it even as you read it thank you guys and this is the last thing we're going to look at even as we wrap up yeah. um what are the implications uh, of the fact that sufficiency of the sorry the fact that the scripture is sufficient mm. what implications does does this truth have on us and and and, and also broadly on his church mm. yeah i think one of the things is um i think something something that just came up in in in, in a couple of decades ago is about knowing the will of god mm. and how we seek seek some mysterious feelings and you new know, revelations and stuff and but what we actually need to do is just study god's word you know oh. it is sufficient for that mm -hmm. having our minds renewed then we will be able to um know what his will is mm -hmm. and to walk in it so we do not need some some mysterious things and revelations here and there you know have to hear voice and, and stuff where we 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 have god's word here and um justin peters <laughs> he he said that if 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 you want to hear the 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 voice of god audibly 
read your the bible audibly <laughs> just read it read loudly this. loudly <laughs> you will hear his voice he's speaking there where is speaking there yeah mark yeah he, in the in the ancient days he spoke to us to prophets in the latter days speaking to us through his son jesus christ mm-hmm. but i think the implication uh, out of this then a christian who now understands that the word of god is perfect and sufficient for a golden in life um I think then this is the result. This is the result when we obey, when we read and obey God's word. I think I'll, I'll, I'll refer Psalms 19, 7 to 14. Mm-hmm. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. So there's conversion mm-hmm. that comes as a result of that. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Mm-hmm. So the simple become wise. You know, we're able to understand even God's word in itself. The God, God's word in itself will make us be, uh, will make us to be able to understand God's word. You know, some people think that God's word are made for theologians. And I love how you say that as Paul says that everyone should be a theologian. Then the such of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. They bring joy to the heart at a, at a time that there are many things around us. Depression, you know, despair, strife, uh, diseases and everything. It's possible to, to be sick at heart. But again, what God's word does, it brings, it rejoices our heart. It is pure. It enlightens the eyes. Okay. So, I mean, I think is basically how you how we have how develop perspective of things but the moment we develop a godly perspective which is which can only come from god's word then i think that's that's all that god wants for us having a godly perspective and knowing him more and more verse 9 the fear of the lord is clean enduring forever meaning there is no filth in it there is no impurity in it okay and it endures forever while every other thing every other thing is passing mm-hmm. so for christian cling to something that is eternal that's the best thing because if our hope is in this life alone, mm-hmm. then we are people to be pitied most. Yep. So I think uh, that's another important implication. More that more to be desired are they than gold? Yes, than much fine gold. Sweet also than honey and the honeycomb. And uh, allow me to add sweeter than all the sweets. So that's, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm making the scripture not sufficient. <laughs> but just, just. <laughs> Thou shall not add. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But again, God's word is, sweeter mm. than honey more moreover moreover by them your servant is warned so there's warning hey do not do this do not do this okay and keeping them there is a great reward yeah keeping them there is a great reward jesus say that our love for him will be expressed through our obedience to his word right. okay and that will mean that we pursue righteousness and pursue holiness and become like god mm-hmm. I think great words can't be any better than can't be any better than inheriting the kingdom of God. Yeah. And yeah, so basically I think about that. And for me, I think that's the implication. Whenever we study God's word, we obey God's word and we cling to that sufficiency without depending on other erroneous sources, mm-hmm. then those are the benefits. Psalms 1914. Thank you. Sorry, I think I think I took a bit long. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Um uh Devi. Hope you're not agreeing with him. <laughs> okay, so some of the implications uh, for the sufficiency of scripture. Um, one would be uh, an assurance to the saint. Mm. The saints that have put their hope mm. in God, that mm. have put their hope in Christ, mm. that the scriptures taught that all who call on the name of the Lord mm. shall be saved. Mm. The scriptures have taught that uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, mm. that whoever believes in him shall not perish, mm. but have everlasting life, mm. uh, so that uh, the saint can rest 
assured mm. that Christ has mm. finished yeah. um, the work of salvation. The saint can rest assured mm. that God would not go back on his word mm -hmm. to say that, ah, you only believed, um, then do something else. Mm -hmm. yeah? So um, the assurance, assurance to the saints um, is one of them. Another would be that we are, we can with confidence kick out everything extra biblical. Mm -hmm. um, we do mm. not need that for to help our worship mm. of God. We do not need it to help bring glory mm. to God. Um, everything that we need um, for the worship of God, um, mm. to live godly lives, um, to love one another, to love God, to love his word, um, we find in the scriptures because they cover that at depth. Uh, and Paul encourages, as, as Paul prays, mm. uh, speaking of the mystery that um, he has just made known to the mystery of the gospel. Yeah, the mystery of the gospel mm. to the church at um, Colossae. Mm. Um, he says to them in chapter 2, let me allow for me to read from chapter 127 mm -hmm. up until chapter 2, uh, verses 5. Mm -hmm. uh, scriptures read, speaking of, Gentiles. To them, are the saints rather, to them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches, the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, hope the of hope glory. of glory. Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all. For this I toil, struggling with all his energy, that he powerfully works within me. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you, and for those at Laodicea, and for all who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible arguments. For though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and firmness of your faith in Christ, um, so that um, Paul um, would say, or has said, that the full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, he has laid forth for them in the scriptures. Um, it is what he has written in the letter. He has penned down mm. for us. Mm. Uh, this is who Christ is. And so, Everything that you need to know about this, you will find in there. Um, yes, so you can kick out anything extra biblical. That there is no, um, as it were, redemptive extra biblical knowledge about Jesus Christ.
Thank you, Devi. Thank you, Mark. Um, I think I would end quickly with this words um, from Charles Spurgeon, mm-hmm. posted here by Phil Johnson. Um, to read, I'm reading. As for us, we cast anchor in the haven of the word of God. He is our peace, our strength, our life, our motive, our hope, our happiness. God's word is our ultimatum. Here we have it. Our understanding cries, I have found it. Our conscience asserts that there, that here is the truth, and our heart finds here a support to which all her affections can cling, and hence we rest content. Hallelujah. Praise, praise the, the Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. To our listeners, can I make a prayer that Paul would make as he was parting with other apostles? Mm-hmm. Acts 20.32. So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. Mm. He's able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who among <laughs> sorry, among all those who are sanctified. Among those who are sanctified. sanctified. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. Um uh Devi, mm-hmm. we have been so um privileged to have you through these three episodes. We are glad we could you 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 could join us. Perhaps you could say something, even as you um, um, finish for us this uh, particular series. And you can send greetings. <laughs> yes, Uneza Tumasalam. Well, thanks for having me. It's been yeah. such a blessing having conversations around the Word of God. Mm. Um, there have been many blessed reflections um, from what has been said. Um, remind us to hold fast to proclaim the word of God boldly. Um, so it's been a blessed time uh, for me. Thanks for having me. Um, I trust that um, our listeners too have been blessed in one way or another. Yeah. Um, and until the next time that we get to have some more conversation, I guess it's grace to you from me. Grace to you from God. Uh, <laughs> from me. <laughs> You understand. Thank you. Thank you, Devi. Uh, be sure we will cast out every extra biblical thing out of that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we pray, may the words of our mouth, you know, David towards Psalms 19 says that may the words of our mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in the sight of God. That is our prayer. Just in case you listened to anything, the Bible says that where there are many words, sin is not absent. Sure. And may God, may God uh, have mercy on us. May, may, may our meditations be acceptable unto Him. Yes, um, it's the only yes, holy scriptures are infallible. We are fallible man, mm. and should we have strayed from the truth? Um, we ask that you search for the truth, like the Berean Church did. Sure. To find if these things are indeed true. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, listener, for uh, partnering with us through um, this journey, the forty-third episode. We are so glad, and now we say grace to you, right? Yeah. Grace to you. Grace to you. <laughs> grace to you.